Hi, everybody, and welcome to Empowerment for Today. I am your host, Dr. Gene Moore. Hey, listen, I got some exciting news that I want to tell you, uh, and it is this. We are celebrating on the 24th, 25th, and 26th uh, Black Heritage Weekend. And our youth, along with our adults and uh, workers, we're going to be um, uh, joining, uh, going to uh, another city. Uh, we're going to be witnessing the um, choir the uh, from Africa, the children's choir from Africa. Then we are coming back and uh, we'll be uh, that uh, Saturday, um, uh, we're going to be having uh, movies that's going to be uh, shown uh, movie called Selma and Harriet and then that Sunday morning we're going to close out uh, uh, presentation the Buffalo Soldiers um, uh, we're going to have representatives from from that uh, from that organization we're going we're to have a great time for that weekend I want to just let everybody know that because I want you to look forward to it um, Reverend David Bennett is uh, he's with us today and he's going to warm our hearts with music. Uh, but just before he comes now, I want you to write those dates down. And because I'm looking forward uh, uh, for your participation. And also, all of my precious members out there, I want to give you a great big God bless you and thank you for your support of me and this ministry and what we're doing. You're helping me preach the gospel to the whole wide world. So uh, thank you so much, and I want you to stay tuned and let everybody know that we're here. Reverend David Bennett is going to come now, and he's going to warm our hearts with music. You give life, you are love, you bring light to darkness, you give hope. You restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our In our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. Hallelujah. Oh, you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope. You restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your in our lungs so we pour out our praise we pour out our praise it's your 
Welcome to Empowerment for Today. I'm your host, Dr. Gene Moore, and I want to welcome you to uh, our teaching today. I have a great lesson that I'm going to be bringing, and I uh, want you to get set and get ready. Let as many people know that we're here. Um, today, I'm going to be talking to you about something that I believe um, is so needed and necessary uh, in today's society. Uh, so much hate is out there in the world now. And everybody is, it's just seemed like, uh, it's just, just full of anger. Uh, it just seemed like that has been a dismantling of love, you know, walking in love and loving each other. And I, I, I kind of, I just want to just push this message out to you today and the message is entitled, The High Cost of Getting Even. 
trying to get even with somebody. Now, I'm going to base this lesson from the book of Esther. So if you have your Bible, you can grab your Bible and begin to, uh, and you can go there to find the book of Esther. And we're going to deal with um, that, that book. It's a beautiful, beautiful book, the book of Esther. Now, let me give you a little background before I begin my teaching. I'm talking today about the high cost of getting even. The book of Esther, it recounts how envy backfired on a prominent nobleman. King Xerxes, ruler of the Persians and Medes, made Haman the most powerful official in his empire. And all the people in the land except one bowed when Haman passed by. Mordecai refused to bow to Haman because Jewish law prohibited him from bowing his knee to any other than God. Haman was envious. He was jealous. He was furious that Mordecai would not honor him by bowing. Uh, envy, envy. Now, here's a, here's a point here I'm going to make. Envy is discontent or ill will toward another person because of their good fortune. And it implies jealousy and hatred. And envy arises from desire. So then, an envious person wants something someone else has or something an individual won't give them. That was the case with Haman. He was deprived of the one thing that he wanted most, and that was Mordecai's submission. Now, we got a lot, a lot of, of uh, this kind of thing happening today. People are doing some of everything now, trying to get evening. I'm going to get you back. Oh, I'm going to get you. But I'm I want you to hear me today because at some point we are going to have to get back to uh, our love walk. I'm talking about walking in the love of God as it relates to each other. So let's 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 explore. Um, let's let's explore a little bit about uh, what took place in the book of Esther. Uh, here and the role that even Esther played, how God used her during this time to save her people. Now, why did they get blessed? Why did they get blessed? Well, now, first of all, I myself as a pastor, I've seen uh, Christians become envious when a fellow believer received something from God. I've heard them say, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I've been believing God longer than they have, or and I haven't received anything from God. I mean, even church members become envious of each other. One person wants to teach a class, but the pastor asks somebody else to do it. Or someone is picked to sing a solo, and another person gets mad because they believe they can sing better. And then they began discrediting the brother or the sister in the Lord. Now, here's what the Bible says, Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. I want you to write this down. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26. It warns against 
the very, very thing of what I'm teaching on today of trying to get even. It says this, let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. That is to say that envy is so powerful that it clouds our thinking. And I want to, and I want to add this, um, you can never ever receive or learn from anybody that you envy. You can never, I don't care if you have been a member of a church a long time, envious of your pastor, hating on him or her or whatever, or somebody in the church and leadership. You, you can never, ever, ever learn from anybody that you do not respect. I've seen it happen so many, many times. People come in and out of churches and they get dressed up and they just, it's just something that's there. They just got this thing toward their leader or toward their pastor or somebody. And uh, I don't know, it seems like they can't shake it. And they'll sit right there uh, week in and week out uh, and don't really realize that they're just wasting their time. Now, I'm going to say it again. You can never learn from anybody that you envy or that you hate. You learn from people that you respect and that you can love. Now, envy is it's so powerful that it clouds our thinking and it causes us to have a one-track mind. And all our thoughts point toward getting even with the person or with somebody who we believe has wronged us. Well, that's what happened to Haman. Exactly what happened to Haman. He was so enraged that one man wouldn't bow down to him that he sought to destroy all of the Jews. Now, in the fifth chapter of the book of Esther, Haman bragged to his friends about his great wealth and how the king had advanced him above his other uh, officials. Um, in verse 13, I'm going to read it to you. He said that uh, all of this availeth me nothing so long as I see Mordecai, the Jew, sitting at the king's gate. Listen to this word. Listen to it now. He says, all of this availeth me nothing so long as I see Mordecai, the Jew, sitting at the king's gate. That's in verse 13, uh, Esther chapter 5. Uh, what, what about you? What about you? I want you to, I, I, yes, I want you to take a look at yourself. Get inside of yourself and, and see. See if any, any of this kind of uh, negative emotion uh, resides in your heart. You know, have you ever envied someone so much that you didn't go to an event because you knew that person would be there. You couldn't stand to be around them. So you stayed home and you missed out on a good time. You know, envy and jealousy go hand and hand, but joy and jealousy are incompatible. 
If we're jealous, we don't have joy. The two emotions cannot, and I repeat, abide together. I see so much of this today going on. I see people faking in the church, acting like they love this person. They, you know, they're with this person. And, and, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's fake. It's, uh, I mean, if you are, if you are able to, 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 to see in the spirit, you can, you can see this. You can see these, these, uh, negative spirits. People, I'm telling you, we, we're going to have to stop it because we're not going to get anywhere, not with the Lord. And the devil is out to do one or two or three things. He's out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, um, you know, envy will turn on you. What am I teaching about today? I'm teaching about the high cost of getting even. The high cost. Why is it a high cost? Because it's going to come back on you. It's going to come back. Listen, envy will turn on you. The very, very, very thing that you set for somebody else, you'll find, you're going to find, you'll fall right in that trap yourself. Now, you know, Haman thought, Haman thought it was smart to build a gallows on which Mordecai would be hung. But he was caught in his own evil plan. What happened is that uh, Esther uh, intervened on behalf of Mordecai and the Jewish people, and Haman and his ten sons were hanged. Now, what an extraordinarily high price to be paid trying to get even. I mean, think about it. Think about it. Um, you plan something for somebody and the thing turn on you. But you know, a lot of times we think that we can get by with a whole lot of stuff. I'm, I'm here today, today to tell you that the Bible is right. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he's going to reap. It's coming back. It's coming, it's coming back on you. Yeah, it's uh it's coming back on you. And uh, I, I I want us to I want us to really begin to think about um life and living because so much stuff is happening in the world today. And, and a lot of stuff is, is happening because we, we have summoned it to come. We have summoned it to come through our negativism, through the negative stuff that, that's coming out of our mouths, um, through the, those negative spirits that, 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 that we don't even think, oh, we don't think that, oh, it ain't, I don't, nobody know about this and the other. And see, spirits reveal themselves. And there's just something that you just can't hide. You, there's some stuff you just cannot hide. It's going to show up. And see, whatever I sow, whatever you sow, I'm going to reap it. 
Whatever is done in the dark, it is going to come to the light. Envy will turn on you. Envy will turn on you. It's a beautiful story here in the book of Esther. Now, the cure for envy, uh, to keep envy from gaining a stronghold in, in our lives is we must first recognize that it does exist. Are you envious of anybody? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be transparent with you and I'm gonna, because I want to try to help you, if I can, um, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of faking going on in the church today, uh, a whole lot of it. I mean, we have a lot of religious people. You know, if James talks about that, James talks about the fact that if a man or woman seems to be religious, yes, yeah, seems to be religious, my God, we got a whole bunch of them. All over the place, people seem to be religious. And that is why being filled with the Holy Spirit of God, um, you, you will be able to pick up on a lot of things and because the Holy Spirit is a revealer. And the Holy Spirit knows everybody and the Holy Spirit knows everything and there is nothing that can be hidden from the Holy Spirit. And you see, one way to deal with um, negative spirits and envy and strife and uh, all of these negative emotions is to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God and, and know that greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. Because a lot of people, yes, a lot of people have been hurt. A lot of people are, have been offended. Um, and sometimes people, uh, some, of, some people have not gotten over it. A lot of people have walked away and left the church because of this and that person, that person, uh, the way they were treated and what this, way this person, what this person said. Uh, it's so important, it's so important. Two things I want to tell you. Number one is, number one, you may as well get ready to be uh, criticized, uh, for people to envy you, to hate you, to not like you. Uh, you may as well get ready for that. That's, that, that's just going to be a part. And that's why you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and get in your Bible, read the Word of God, because the Word of God is what's going to build you up in the Lord. And when you get built up in the Lord and these things start happening to you, you know, you'll be able to just stand flat-footed and say, you know what? You know, God told me this in his word. But I am not going to be moved by any of that. Because I know who I am in Christ. I know what I can do in Christ, and I know what I have in Christ. Because uh, if not, if if not, if not, if you if you are a babe in Christ and you still be a babe in Christ and you're not growing in Christ, um, people are going to run you away, and they'll they'll depress you so until you you won't feel like doing nothing. I'm telling you what I know. 
Um, and, and because see, envy, envy is is it, it's something else. I mean, that's a, that negative spirit can paralyze you. It can put you in a place that you do not want to do anything at all. And then you'll start hating like, you know, like the world does. The Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit and then getting into that word, the word of God. And, uh, and, and I mean, and letting that word dwell in your heart richly. And to keep envy from gaining uh, a stronghold in, in our lives, we, we've got to first recognize that it exists. That is to say this, the very moment that you that you pick up on something in your heart that's, that ain't right, you need to deal with it. You need to deal with it. You may, you may need to remove yourself from, 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 from people that, that, uh, you know, that have disappointed you. You may, you may need to just back up. You know, you just you need to put some space up in there. You, you know, that's the Holy Spirit will give us a strategy for dealing with negative people and with all of these negative spirits. But that, but you've got to listen. The Holy Spirit is a necessity. He is so needed. I mean, He is the revealer. He is the greater one that that lives in you, and He is your keeper, and He is your leader and guide. And that's why you you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then get that Word, uh, and and begin to study that Word, and digest that Word, and let God's Word um, take. Uh, of residence in your heart, not in your mind, but in your heart, because it's in your heart. That's when uh, I mean stuff. Uh, that's where the strength comes from. See, I, from the heart comes the issues of life. The strength for your for you living and and going through criticism and envy and not letting that stuff get next to you and getting in your heart, where you start acting like those people. Hey, it's the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. I'm telling you, the word of God will protect you. And, and you, and, and when, so what I'm saying to you is that when, if you pick up on anything in you yourself that you know ain't right, is not God, uh, 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 recognize it and acknowledge it first to yourself and find your place where you go and have a little talk with Jesus and talk it over with the Lord. I mean, just be open and honest with the Lord, because if you don't, what people say can it can it can take a negative effect. Now, watch watch this. Now, uh, more Christians are envious than will admit it. You'd be surprised to know the people that are inside of the church, sitting right next to you, perhaps sitting behind you, you or in front of you. I mean singing with you in the choir, sitting with you in the pulpit, you'll be surprised to know how many people are envious of your gifting, of your anointing, of your ability, of your talent, sitting right next to you, but they are never admitted. But you see, the Holy Spirit in you, can you can sense that. You can pick up on stuff like that. And the Holy Spirit will give you the strategy. He, he will give you the smarts. He'll tell you exactly how to deal with individuals. And, 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 and uh, you don't have to let nothing, nothing negative drive you away 
run you away, make you get uh, mean and, and bitter. Uh, Holy Spirit is, listen, I'm telling you, he is the greater one. And he li- and he's greater than anything that's out there in that world. He's greater than any negative spirit that can come at you. And uh, but 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 don't be alarmed by people that you find out or that you discover that they are carrying a spirit of envy, a spirit of jealousy. Don't don't see what happens is that we put too much trust and confidence in people, and the Lord has told us already, uh, do not put uh, trust in man. He told us that. We trust the Lord. See, every human being, uh, our mouth cut, cut the same way. We're flesh. We're as grass. Uh, you know, we're as filthy rags. You understand flesh. This flesh is no good. That's why the Holy Spirit, uh, through the word of the Lord, will help keep this flesh, keep this tongue, keep this mind as they need to be. And uh, so... Um, uh, more Christians are envious than, than will admit it. Pride won't let them admit it. But until we pinpoint a problem, we can't prescribe a proper solution. I'm talking today about envy. Envy. I mean, that it's a beautiful story there in Esther chapter, especially chapter 5. But it, I want you to take the time and read all of those chapters in that book of Esther. Beautiful, beautiful story of how God used one woman, one person. She saved her people. And look, envy often begins when we start complaining to God about fellow believers because they got blessed. You know anybody like that? I do. I do. And I remember back, I remember myself, you know, I'm, you know, I have not arrived yet, but I'm, I'm way, way, way far from where I used to be. I used to let things like that bother me. I know I'd, sometimes I'd come to church ready to preach the word of God and something happens or somebody come that whatever, whatever, and they bad word comes forth. Or, I mean, uh, somebody say, you know, so-and-so said this, that, and the other, and it would just kill the Spirit, it would just kill my message, but not so anymore. Because I realize the word of God is true, and I know that that devil is going to send people. That's that's uh, yeah, the devil will send people, uh, and, and the devil will position people to try to uh, damage your spirit. You can leave home. I mean, on fire, ready to go, worship God, serve God. I mean, to, to do whatever you need to do, and that devil uh, will meet you at the door. That devil will come up to you, to you in the sanctuary. You got you to gotta get ready for that. And, and uh, the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, can prepare you for that. So um, when people start complaining to God about um, fellow believers because they, they, they got blessed, you watch out for that person. Yeah, but instead of complaining, we need to start claiming God's promises for ourselves. 
So some Christians claim his promises one day and complain to him the next day. Now, the scripture says this in James chapter 3, verse number 10. It says this, and I'm reading to you from the New uh, King James uh, translation. It says, out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Now, that's, that's a good word, too. That's a good word. That's book of James, chapter 3, verse 10. I read to you the New King James translation. So as we stand in faith, let's purpose not to complain, but to keep thanking God until we receive from him. And if someone else receives from him before we do, let's rejoice with him. Let's learn how to rejoice with those. You know, look, uh, everybody may not, you don't, you're not going to get blessed when I get blessed. I may get some before you or you may get some before me. Don't become envious of it. And you don't measure blessings of the Lord or how long you've been around or you think you can do this better and uh, they just got here and all of that. You don't measure the blessings of the Lord like that. God is the blesser. And, and it's up to him. Just know this one thing. What's for you? Is for you. I want to uh, close here by saying this to you. God doesn't have favorites. We're all special to him, and he's endowed each of us with gifts. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16 says that our gift will make room for us and bring us before important people. Think about that. So let's develop what God has given us and not be concerned about another person's gift. Know this one thing. Know this. Your gift will make room for you. There is an anointing upon what God has given you. But if you get off into that jealousy and that, that, envious, that enviousness thing, I mean, if you get off there, you are going to sabotage what God has given you because God is not the author of confusion, never will be, never has been. I leave you today saying God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Give him your best. Rest in what you have. Know who you are. Know your worth. Stay in your lane and watch God take you to places that you've never dreamed of in Jesus' name. Well, I got to go now, and I want you to go to my website, and I want you to let me hear from you. Thank you so much. Um, remember this one thing. We are walking by faith and not by sight. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.